Welcome to Horror Hideout. I'm Kenzie. And I'm Peyton. Okay, we have some business to settle. Remember at the end of last episode and you were like, we are not getting Cafe Rio. What did we get that night? Uh, Little Caesars. <laughs> Peyton literally got me Cafe Rio. It's funny because then when I was editing this like several days later, we ate Cafe Rio that day twice. I, I plead the fifth. Two, two, actually, do we, we had it like, no, okay, never mind. That's embarrassing. No, no, no. It's ridiculous how much fast food we've ate. We ate a lot of fast food. Yeah, Little Caesars sucks. No offense to Little Caesars. Oh, major offense to Little Caesars. Their pizza's terrible. No, we ordered a pizza. We got the, not even just like the basic pizza. We got like the, the custom homemade pizza. It was one of the worst pizzas we've ever had. Yeah. If not the worst. Well, the first one they did, it wasn't even cooked. We brought it home and it was like doughy. So Peyton had to bring it back and then they bring another one and that one was, it had to have like a hundred pepperonis on it and they were all like shriveled. It was gross. Right. Just had to let you know that little thought. Also, also. Also? I was talking to Caitlin today. Oh yeah? And she said to tell you that she knew every single actor that I named off last time. That's a lie. So in your face, whatever. I don't believe you. Whatever. Most people know like well-known actors like that. She didn't know the Umbrella Academy girl though with the really cool name. I don't remember what her name was, like Longbottom or something. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember because <laughs> I don't know their names. I don't either. Anyway, horror news of the week, Peyton. What do we got? Uh, The unrated Megan on so Peacock. Weird. It came out last Friday, so by the time this comes out, we have watched it. I'm excited. I want to like. But will we week... have? Is this like the Cafe Rio paradox all over again? Yes. If we have not watched the unrated Megan by the time this episode drops, we have a problem. Okay. Well, I guess they're expecting to hear if we watched it by the beginning I know, of the next, next episode. Next episode, we're gonna talk. We have to talk about it. We have to talk about like a comparison. And if we didn't, both. we're filled with lies, and everything Deception. we said is for nothing. <laughs> Unseen comes out march 7th so next tuesday uh that one looks really good did i show you the trailer to that peyton which one unseen i don't think i showed you the trailer i told you about the plot but i haven't showed you the trailer but it's this girl who is out in the woods and i think she has really bad vision and she ends up losing her glasses so she can't see like anything and her ex-boyfriend is after her trying to kill her so she calls who she thinks is the police but it's a random gas station employee girl so that girl's trying to like be her eyes and guide her out with like FaceTime and stuff. It looks so good. I don't remember you showing me this. You can I don't almost know. say. I, I, no, that's why I said I don't think I showed you. I'm going to have to show you today well, after this. You could almost say that it's unseen. <laughs> Peyton has unseen this. Season three, more dad jokes. <laughs> Until later. What was the dad joke you said yesterday? And it was really funny. You were like, got out of your shower and you were like, oh, what did you say? Was it the 10 plus 10? Maybe. I was like, if 10 plus 10 equals 20, then why does 11 plus 11 also equal 20? And then I said, 11 plus, I said, that's 22. And you're like, exactly. Oh, <laughs> oh. But there was one after that that you said that was funny. But nobody knows? Yeah. You know. It, maybe it was just funny in the moment and people are going to hear it and be like, oh my gosh. <laughs> can't can't force dad jokes. Can't, can't do it on the spot like that. It's got to be natural. Spontaneous. It's like a booger. It's like natural. Ew. You know, can't do anything about it. It just happens gross that's like the only horror news we have i swear there was something else oh yeah uh the ep the new season of chucky's coming out it's not worth watching <laughs> oh my gosh shut up it is worth watching it is no most of the other news we'll probably announce with our next episode because it's more like closer to april scream what scream is this six five no it's six six 
Uh, that comes out this week, too. Hmm. I've never seen Scream 2 through 5. I'm horrible. I think I've seen up to 3, but I don't remember them at all. Except for the first one. First one's pretty iconic. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go on a little tangent here, though, because I saw on TikTok that this girl posted and she was like, someone called her out saying, you're not a true horror fan because you haven't... Oh, because she doesn't like the movie Hereditary. She hated it. And so they're like, you're not a true horror fan. I'm like, I've got crap from someone who was like, you're not a true horror fan because you haven't seen Freddy vs. Jason. And I'm like, I'm so Freddy vs. The... Jason? Yeah. I'm it's like, It's a terrible okay, movie. Right? I've not seen it, but like, what? Is that number like seven in the franchise? It's, yeah. Usually after I'm, like the third, it's I'm like, I'm not okay. even going to validate that with a response. That's stupid. I know. I'm just saying, usually after the third movie in a franchise, they kind of tend to go downhill from there. So I'm like, as long as you watch like the first or second, perfect. But I'm like, I'm so over people who think like, if you don't agree with their horror watches, you're not a horror fan. Well, I wear a watch, but it's not a horror watch. <laughs> You're funny. Thank you. I don't know. But like, I mean, people would probably be like, consider me not a true horror fan because I'm not like super into slashers, like the classics, you know, like well, I like Michael Myers. There's a there. You have to respect them. There's there's no doubt about that. Right. I mean, we all don't hate Halloween and Jason or Friday, Friday the 13th and I don't know, Scream and all that stuff. But it's just. Those movies are iconic, and these newer replicas with new horror villains is kind of cliche because we've all seen it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, those are the epitome of what horror is. But if you take the horror elements and make totally different movies out of them, you know, I think it, I think it makes sense to appreciate outside of the slasher content more. Slashers is almost just overdone. It's not fun anymore. Yeah. It's boring. The last I... Halloween movie was not good. Like no. it was, and the one before that was, it was all right. But it was just like... I liked it just because of Jamie Lee Curtis. And like, if they didn't bring her back, I don't think I would have liked it. But just having her back... But then she sat in a hospital. Like, was that the one that she sat in the hospital? Yeah. Wait, is there three since she came back? No, there's just been two. No, yeah, that three. one she... No, because that one she was in... No, because no, he invaded her house, yes, caught on fire. Then one. she was in the hospital. Then she went out. What and that's that when one? that's when Michael Myers 2.0 came in for like half a movie but like so the last one was halloween ends halloween kills was before that what was the other one was it just halloween uh i don't remember halloween be starts halloween begins no halloween continues i no. <laughs> but like i liked that one the first of like the three newer adaptions because it had her in it and she was like badass in it but then the second one she was in the hospital like the majority of the movie so she was kind of pointless and then the third one was just meh i just wish that in that movie she could like do like a little easter egg cameo of her character from freaky friday when she like looks in the mirror and she's <laughs> like i'm old she's like i'm like the crypt keeper mm -hmm. and then michael would break out in a little jig i'm just kidding jig we ain't fishing here girlfriend <laughs> Oh, gosh. Well, today we're here for all things horror Q&A. I know. This is like, I think it's, I don't know why I didn't put it on here. I think it's the fifth one that we've done. Don't quote me on that. It might be the sixth one we've done. This is five or six. One of them I did with Maddie, though. Oh, I'm like, it does not feel like five or six. But this was like one of the last ones we did last season. We did like a Halloween horror Q&A and that was so fun. But we just like love doing Q&As where we can just sit and just talk about horror. And it's just random. So this is a random, fun, random episode. So we got a bunch of questions and Peyton will start us off. Well. Or do you want me to ask you? I'll ask you. Okay. What? Well, uh, sorry. I 
Go ahead. I I have not looked at this list. I just barely pulled that's, it up. But that's the fun part of it. We, no, like, I know. We're going just, off the top of our head. It's always hard being on the spot. Okay, go ahead. This one's easy. What horror subgenre scares you the most? That's a freaking hard question. What are you talking okay, about? Okay, I'll go first then. Mine would be like anything demonic or like possession. Okay. So that's kind of more leaning more on the paranormal, do you think? I don't know. I think demonic and like possession is its own subgenre, right? Yeah, paranormal is like ghosts, uh, spirits. You know, like they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I'd say it's its own category. So I'd say stuff like Evil Dead or The Possession or the I can't think of any right now. Like creepy, anything that has to do with like a demon, even like The Conjuring. I don't remember which Conjuring it was. The one where like the mom gets possessed, freaky. Like I hate possessed stuff, but I'm so excited for Evil Dead Rise. Right. Ironically. We need to watch Evil Dead 2013, like, soon. Okay. Because we were going to watch it again because the la- we watched it when we were married, first married. I think so. In theaters, and I was, like, terrified. Mm-hmm. Then I think we watched it once outside of theaters, but we haven't watched it since then, and now I feel like I don't get scared as often. Yeah. So I don't think it will freak me out as much. She's a little bit more Satanist than she was <laughs> when we first got married. Demonic. Um, You know... Assuming that children being harmed in movies is not a subgenre. Uh, I know what your subgenre is. Okay, well, sub-genre it's the tip of my tongue. So why don't you tell me what it is? I would say like alien. No. Really? No. Nah. Aliens freak Ooh. you out though. Yeah, but there isn't a lot of alien movies out there. Like I can think of like two iconic ones. And the rest of them are more like the apocalyptic side. Uh, So that's like more like action thriller to me. I never hear you like scared of something though. Well, that's the problem, right? If I would say in a real life scenario, what would scare me the most? I would say like cult, cultish Mm, stuff for sure. Um, But the concept of aliens does exceed that. I just don't know if there's like a, like a tremendous deep, variety of content to go into with that so they're both really close I, but i would say colt takes the the reins just a little bit more there's a little bit more content out there there's a movie that just came out yesterday i think it was released like out of the country but it was just released to the u.s you yesterday. can say it's a cult classic <laughs> no but it, but it is a cult movie and i think it's something we would be into it like watching the trailer it seems like a really low budget like almost like independent film but it's called the long dark trail And it's like these two brothers going to find their mom who has like been, I think she joined a cult. So they're going out into the woods to find her. And then all this like demonic stuff starts happening. But I'm like, we need to watch that. Yeah. We've been on a cult kick because it's like I've done several cult TikToks. We did an episode about cults. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, it's to me, it's the most realistic. You know, sometimes you get the cult movies where, you know, they're kind of like it gets a little demonic in a way or, uh, you know, there's like the ones with like the Wendigo and stuff. It gets a little bit folklory. But then there's just like straight up cults where kind of like the Jonestown Massacre kind of stuff or like Charles Manson kind of stuff. Like that's real. You know what I mean? And so I, I think that's there's a little bit of a fear in that because it feels the most realistic to me personally. That just reminded me. Do you remember that one movie we watched where that, I don't remember what it's called right now off the top of my head, but that lady was doing her, oh, the last shift. She was doing her last shift at like that police station and there's all that demonic stuff oh, going yeah. on. And mm-hmm. there was like that cult that like almost Marilyn Manson type guy. That was a unique all the movie. People. That was creepy though. Oh, that was pretty creepy. That was like that. mixing cult with like demonic. Hmm. Both of our fears. Both of our one. fears. Wow. A Double twofer. whammy. Twofer. <laughs> well, you know, because that was such an exciting question, I guess number two is the same question. 
Did you even look at no, this list? No, the first one says, what horror subgenre scares you the most? Oh. The second is, what is your favorite <laughs> horror subgenre? Very different. Really? Yeah, because my, the one that scares isn't me. That the, isn't that the, like. No, because what scares me the most isn't my favorite subgenre to watch. Like, that freaks me out. I My favorite sub horror subgenre would be, like, game, like, escape room type horror. Like, where they have to play a game in order to survive, or they have to complete a task. Like, would you rather, or saw, or the collection, hmm. uh, like movies like that, Escape Room, all ten of them. Okay, all right, you can. Like that's my favorite subgenre to watch. Like if we're gonna watch a movie and they have anything that's that, we're gonna watch every single one in that category, which I can't even find anymore. I posted a TikTok today asking for recommendations in that category because I want more. Right. So what's yours? Uh, you know, Aliens once again, probably really close, but because I don't feel like there's such a large spectrum to compare. Uh, I'm going to have to say anything like psychological, psychological horror Mm -hmm. makes me think you really have to pay attention to it. And then it kind of leaves you in your own conclusion. Like there's not just like one straightforward answer. I I do tend to enjoy that. Like makes Makes me think. think. Whoa. Jinx, you owe me a hand job. Oh my gosh. Do you know what though? Isn't it weird that they don't have a lot of like alien horror movies? Mm -hmm. Like the last one we got was Nope. Which, it was, like, alien, but, like, Whoa. not. Just getting at you, right? Uh, it's been out for a while. You know, in Nope, though, when when he's in the barn and, like, the people in the mask yes. come out, that straight, straight, that straight up scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Like, that was legit. If they made a movie that was like that and those were actually the aliens, like, please, somebody make that because I was, like... Literally, I, in my mind, we right before he's like, nope, he turns around. Love the comic relief in that moment. But I was like, I'm kind of freaking the freak out right now. Yeah. Like, this is scary. It was like equivalent to the scene on Signs where the alien like walks by the birthday party. Yes. Like, just seeing that glimpse. Oh, yeah. People think that scene's stupid, but it gets me. No. Every time. I've seen so many TikToks lately talking about that scene and yeah. how it's the most unsettling scene. It, it really I is. I think it freaked a lot yeah, of people scares, out. scares the shit out of me to this day. That and when, like, the hands go under the pantry door. Well, the music, too. There's a score in Signs that's very familiar and unsettling with that, too. Ugh. Speaking of score, Sinister did the best with that. Like, making you feel so unsettled with that music. Right. I mean, I what is that even considered a score at that point, though? It's very like, well, it's like music, but yeah, but it's very sinister. <laughs> oh my gosh. But it is. I, I you know, I'm not I think, music, out. I, I think music really can drive a plot or like not drive a plot, but like really add. It can, to the but atmosphere. that's almost not even music. It's like static and like they like hit the yeah. lowest key of a piano and then let it like drowned out. And then they take like the the echo sustain from it or something like it's a really Ooh, it's like alien music yeah, with like they, the black and white they kind of have like the tribal there's a tribal feel to it i feel like but but going back to aliens like what was the last alien movie besides nope like where it was actually aliens like nope was more like the flying saucer type thing i can't remember anything between dark skies and that really right oh, off the bat dark skies so dark skies that scene equivalent to nope with the alien part and signs with the alien walking by at the birthday party. Um, dark skies when the alien, like, is it walks by, like, the bedroom or something? Or it's, like, in the hallway and the mom looks over. And, no, she walks into the kid's room and the alien is, like, standing there and looks over at her, remember? That scene didn't really scare me so Ooh. much. For me, it was, in dark skies, there's a scene where the dad falls asleep while watching the camera footage. And the next morning, he gets up and then he pauses the camera footage at a moment where... 
the aliens are in all the rooms simultaneously and that freaks me out yeah i'm like literally googling like uh alien horror movies and i see like for example it says like prometheus no that's not a scary movie alien not a scary movie to me maybe the first one i guess i don't know but super eight Eh. I don't feel like that's like, I mean, it is Cloverfield. Horror. No. Oh, A Quiet Place. A Quiet Place oh, is an alien but movie. But that's like, I don't like true alien, like the creature looking alien. Yeah. It's not Apollo like giant 18, monsters. I, I watched about half of it. I couldn't really get through it. The Thing, I guess, could be an alien Would, movie. Um, what is the other one that's not A Quiet Place? It's the one that's like it. Uh, you know, those, yeah. The th- Silence. They're not birds, right? Is it just. No, it's some kind of like weird creature thing. I want like traditional alien like you get like a little what are they called the little when you go to the nickel arcade and stuff and you get the little teeny yeah. aliens like legit alien you know the Tom Cruise War of the Worlds could probably oh, I be love that. it probably could be considered um but that's like more like like how like Cloverfield and yeah it's, like apocalyptic. it's more like a, like a big giant creature thing yeah it's well not like apocalyptic alien. yeah that's yeah uh but otherwise like killer clowns from outer space yeah uh, you know, there's just not a tremendous arsenal of movies to... Aliens don't scare me at all. I mean, if an alien came here down to Earth, like right now, yeah, that would scare the crap out of me. But like watching alien movies, that doesn't scare me. You could Minus, probably... Like, those clips. Yeah, and, and I'm sure the, the depth of uh, alien content could probably be so debatable, but you could probably put Circle on there. Um, it's not on this list, oh but my Circle could probably be on that. You think Circle would be considered? Well, it is aliens. It doesn't show them, but That's it is. True. I mean, the very last scene is a flying saucer or there's the fourth kind. So, you know. I hated the fourth kind. I, I, the, well, I know, the but only, just, That was like, I was hanging out with a bunch of people when I watched that and I was like a teenager. The only thing I remember, we thought like a lady looked like a pickle. That's the only thing I remember from the fourth kind. Hmm. No comment to that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's my only but, memory. You know, I, I would say that there just there isn't a lot of the signs type movies. And if we could get more of that, I would say that like I want it to be my favorite content. There just isn't a lot of it out there. So it's it's very close. But yeah. Jordan Peele, even though he already did nope, he should come out with a movie that's more of a traditional alien. For Very sure. psychological alien. Like, he would kill that. I think he could do a really good job. But seriously, that whole movie up until that barn scene, holy shit. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, well, moving on to our next question. Uh, what is your favorite horror TV series? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know, Peyton? Uh, I hope it's not Chucky. Well. Really? This, no, this is what's hard. I'm surprised. No, I think my favorite horror TV series would be um, The Haunting of Hill House. I really liked that. Blind Manor was okay, but I loved Hill House. I would say American Horror Story, like the first few seasons, but I like Hill House way better. I think Hill House is probably mine too, that I that I can think of on a short notice. I like Chucky, but I like if, I don't know. It's like if I had to pick between the two, I'd rather have more Haunting of Hill House series. Ooh, I will, I will say though, like, what is it called? Like a, like a shout out. What is it called? What is it? What do they do at the end of Watch Mojo? Like the they didn't make honorable the list. Honorable mention. Honorable mention. Thank you. An honorable mention horror TV series for me would probably be the X Files. I have not oh. watched it in like fifteen years, but I remember watching that uh, as a kid mm-hmm. on Sundays. I think it was like on Fox or something, but there were some unsettling episodes of the X-Files. It's not all about aliens, at least I don't think it was, but uh, yeah, there was some 
unsettling moments that Isn't like, it like scarred crime me. or something too and they're solving like mysteries they're or like something? they're like fbi detectives and they they have a lot of weird unique cases and stuff like that but uh, i'd have to go back and rewatch a lot of them the only x files i remember i didn't i don't think i watched the tv series i just remember they came out with a movie like probably when we were teenagers yeah that's a good that's movie. what i saw in theaters that's a good movie but i don't remember it but i remember going and seeing it. it's definitely more uh it's not like scary but it's definitely more like suspenseful mm-hmm. for my honorable mention would you consider stranger things horror kind of because i mean it is that like i did think about it alien-ish. i feel i feel like the more later seasons could probably fall in that well, especially category the last one. but the first season i don't know i would put it in the horror subgenre honestly because it is a very broad genre like we say we talk about a lot of thrillers that it aren't is. necessarily scary it I is would consider but this more scary than like a horror thriller but for me because of the nostalgia behind it if you can't group et in the horror genre which i don't think you can then it's hard to put stranger things in that category for me yeah but uh, it's it's debatable you can you can at the end of the day it doesn't really matter it's not factual it's not imprinted somewhere you can think however you want to about it but i don't know if i would put stranger things in that category however it was the first thing i thought of when i read that question i'm gonna make a tiktok about this tomorrow asking if people would consider et no, well, okay, I'll do E.T. and Stranger Things horror. Because E.T. has some scary moments. It does. Yeah, but E.T. is so cute. I know. That's like putting Willy Wonka as a horror movie. It's like, it has scary moments, but it's like nah, more it's catered towards. Nah, it's chocolate tube scene. It's the only scary scene. Oh my gosh. They need to make Willy Wonka horror. Like, seriously. Uh, oh, by the way, so you know how they just came out with, what did they just come out with? Winnie the Pooh? Blood and Honey, which I watched reviews on it and I watched some scenes. I really don't think I have any interest watching it. We're going to watch it eventually if it comes out on any streaming services, but I'm in no rush. But they're making Horror Bambi, which we already know, and they're making Horror Peter Pan. Oh. That's crazy. That could be good, though, because like I think of like the mermaid scene and that terrified me as a kid. Yeah. Like more, not in like the cartoon version, but like the... realistic the live action peter pan like those mermaids were freaky or on pirates the mermaids freaky yeah like just so good what is the last horror movie that actually scared you i'm really interested to hear this because i don't ever hear you scared of anything well i might need a couple minutes to think of that one because it's gonna go back a long time i know you know what I don't know. I don't get really scared of movies anymore. Like, it's so weird because I remember even at our old house that we lived at like three years ago, I remember watching stuff like even when we went and saw Us and I was freaked out at night. But I don't get scared anymore. But I think the last movie that really scared me was Clown that we watched like several years ago. And I think it's just because it was very gory and brutal. But like, you know how usually if like a kid is murdered on a show it doesn't really show anything this like flat out showed stuff happening and i think that was super unsettling because we had ellie at that time yeah so i think it just like let i don't know and just like the vision of his the clown at the end and then i told maddie this and she laughed at me we did an episode together and we talked about clown and i told her that the thing that creeped me out in there was when they meet with like that exorcist guy or whatever and he's like the legend of the cloin and maddie like burst out laughing at me because i was like freaked out but i'm like cloin just sounds so scary but in the movie it was freaky the way he was like mentioning like the legend and like showing pictures of like 
the creature, but Maddie laughed so hard at me. <laughs> but yeah, I think that was probably the one. Oh, you know what else probably freaked me out? It didn't really like scare me, but it like left me unsettled was Terrifier. Sure. Uh, for me, I don't know. I'm sure I've been scared between eight years old and 30, but I feel like the last mo- like movies I can actively remember were going to be uh, like Halloween. I remember being scared. I remember being scared of The Bride of Chucky. Uh, I actually watched that movie as like a seven or eight year old by myself in my room. That scared me. Is that why you hate it now? No, Is I, that why you're so I like Chucky? The Bride. I like everything up to The Bride. Uh. <laughs> And then the mummy scared me a lot, too, growing up, like with the scarabs and stuff. But I don't know. I, I have mo- like I fall for jump scares a lot. They don't like necessarily scare me. I think it's just like the jump factor. Like they always get me. So, you know, I, it, I don't know. I'm not saying like I'm immune to being scared in movies, but I just like I can't remember anything since I was eight. Yeah. You're just a brave soul. I can think of three movies in total that like terrified me when I watched them. And that would be The Possession, Evil Dead 2013, and then Clown. You know, I guess as an honorable mention, though, the question does say, what is the last horror movie that actually scared you? If we're going to talk about movies that actually unsettled us, it's going to be Eden Lake, right? That movie is the most frustrating movie I've ever watched. And I, I was just left sick to my stomach watching that. So that's like last year, but it didn't scare me. I was just like... It just got on my nerves. It was such a hard movie to watch, but like it was so good. Well, you're feeling every emotion. You start out feeling like happy for the happy couple. Yeah. And then you're pissed off at the kids and then you're unsettled because they're doing torturous things to the couple. For sure. And then you're distressed. That's like a movie I don't think I could watch a second time and feel the same way. Yeah. But you like you only get the first impression ones type movie, but it's... It's so good. Would strongly recommend that. So that's the last movie that actually unsettled me, but scared me has been a very long time. I would love to watch it again, but like I literally, we ended that and I like wanted to throw up. I've never felt like that in a movie. We sat there after for a minute. I don't think we said a word that's to like each a mo- other. Yeah. Like I don't smoke, but that's a movie that I like would have to go outside and like smoke a cigarette oh to gosh. like freaking calm down and get back into the real world because it's just like... I have to pull away. It brings you into a whole different world. It's it's well, it so well done because you are sucked into that story so much mm-hmm. that you feel like you're a part of it. And then you come back to reality once it ends and you're yes. just like, whoa, makes me want to punch drywall, drink a monster. That movie we just watched, we just watched the owners and it kind of started to give me the vibe of Eden Lake, how we felt like pissed off, like with the teenagers and stuff. Like I started to feel like that and kind of unsettled, but then I kind of dropped the ball. If they would have continued that throughout the movie oh it would have been so good right what is a concept you would love to see in a horror movie i don't know i feel like we covered that i'd like to see more of that that alien factor that's like the barn scene of nope i there's just there's nothing out there like that that i can imagine and if if i'm wrong please comment and let us know because i would love to see it but that's just a concept that isn't covered enough what would be like your ultimate alien movie like a family trapped on a farm or like in I would, the city i would say nope combined with signs it just it doesn't exist though like where the ship comes down and like all the aliens get off and they kind of like go everywhere no because then it seems more apocalyptic i like it when yeah. it's more paranormal if you can take aliens and they do the same things that you see in ghost movies I like that. But in the scene when they like, seriously, when it like pokes its head at like around the, 
like the barn mm-hmm. corner. Like I've never seen that before. That was just that's petrifying to me. It's like almost if you took nope signs and then um what was the alien one we were talking about? Dark skies. Yeah. And put those three movies together. Exactly. Like yeah. That, that's a concept I would love. And you know what? Going just real fast back to the last question. That's not. Nope. Didn't scare me. But that scene did scare me. So like that's a movie that had moments that were like, wow, <laughs> like yeah. uh, aliens definitely freaked me out. So I would like to see more of that. What I appreciated about Dark Skies, though, since I'm not like a huge alien fan, I like that it had like the alien mixed with like a paranormal vibe. Like it almost felt like it was going to be like some kind of creepy ghost type entity, but then it was aliens. Well, like the mom wakes up in the middle of the night, almost immediately in the movie, walks downstairs and the refrigerator is open. And initially when she walks into the, around the corner of the kitchen, she notices that the back window or the back like sliding door is open, but the light coming out of the refrigerator is emitting into all these perfectly stacked glasses and plates and things. And it makes the signs, like the crop circle signs, yeah. onto the ceiling of the kitchen. And it's just like, like it's so articulate, but like also time sensitive. There's no way that they could just do that and then like immediately go hide around a corner. So it's like the the sense of, you know, they're... They have the upper hand. They could have planned that moment. There, there's. They had the full advantage of making that happen. Mm-hmm. And that's what's unsettling. It really shows the power behind an entity or a being like that. But then it also has this scene where the kid like wanders out. He has like sleepwalking. Um, I don't remember what they call it, like night terrors and stuff. Yeah. But then remember he's in that box and he comes out like upside down and he's like gasping all like demonic. Like I like that it kind of mixed both because it made you think, is this aliens or is this something else? Yeah. So that was fun. I think a concept that I would, you already, or I've already said it, is like take, I love when like you take childlike elements and turn them into horror. So like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I want that. If that ever comes out, I'm going to be there. I just did a TikTok. I feel like I've mentioned TikTok a million times. I like have been slacking at TikTok, but I finally started it back up this week. So I've done a bunch, but I did this and I said like child movies that I would love to see turned horror, Beetlejuice. Sure. Like that's already, I mean, it's more horror comedy. Horror comedy, but But like family friendly, but like making that more evil. And then Coraline. Coraline is freaky. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, imagine the other mother, but, like, creepy people being murdered. Yeah, absolutely. Then you got Big Boo Becky. Mm, Big Boo Becky. (laughs) Three Bs. B cubed. Um, What's the most brutal on-screen kill that you've seen? Uh, That's hard, because we've seen a lot. Like, I mean, we watched Saw. I feel like we're not going to include Saw in this, because, I mean, those are all brutal. I'm going to say terrifier yeah yeah <laughs> he he cuts a girl in half from her vagina like straight down she's hanging upside down he cuts her from the genitals and Ugh. just goes down the entire body like i don't think i've seen that in a movie ever no try being my size peyton <laughs> yeah rest in peace to try uh, being try being a woman and <laughs> like have is this like equivalent to seeing like a guy kicked in the nuts and guys are like ooh. well so it's Ugh. it's brutal because in medieval times or some some culture, I don't know who it was, European maybe, but they actually would do this. They would take people and they would hang them upside down as a execution method and they would cut them in half 
from the genitals. That was an actual thing. And the problem with that, though, is that all the blood as they're cutting into you actually goes deeper into your body and it, you have all the oxygen and blood in your brain. So you can make it all the way to your chest and still be alive and feel all of that. Ooh, that's, that's horrible. The, that's the crazy thing. So they, it's not like you lose so much blood, like like 30 seconds into it and you die. No, you actually, and like the fact that people figured that out is what's unsettling to me. Like they didn't cut them in half from the head and they were like, oh, let's flip them upside down and see if they can live. They did enough executions in order to learn that people actually would survive long enough to endure the pain. That was what it was all about was it's maximum amount of pain. And so, yeah, like, so I, I got into the dark side of like YouTube once. I don't even know. I started watching like all these like, medieval execution methods not like well i mean obviously none of that stuff's actually on youtube but like they'd just be like these watch mojos and like uh infographic kind of you know data and information of like how people actually executed and it was like i don't even know it felt so unreal and i i just had to like turn off my phone for a night and just You're be like, like okay history. that's enough yeah <laughs> please i'm on the fbi watch list all of a sudden oh my gosh and i don't know that terrifier scene is it's pretty brutal you know what else was brutal? Apostle, the scene where that kid is on that like board and they drill through his head. Yeah. With well, they're like hand cranking it through. Sometimes it's how it's how the movie is presented, right? So in a movie like The Terrifier, uh there isn't a lot of deaths, and so when they happen, they're kind of brutal. But like some movies everybody dies, right? There's 10 people in a movie and all 10 of them die. So by the time like number eight or nine happens, you feel accustomed to it. You're used to it. It's like doesn't, soft. Yeah, it doesn't feel like like extravagant, even though it's painful and it's weird to watch. Like it doesn't feel like you've uh, you've hit like your, your limit. And then some movies like Apostle, not a lot of people are dying in the movie. So when the one death scene happens, it's very, very emotional and disturbing, you and know? And it's a child, yeah, and and uh, I'm I'm gonna say another one that I can think of, which some people listening might be like, really? Uh, I'm gonna say The Walking Dead when Negan kills Glenn. He hits him in the head with a baseball bat so hard that his skull cracks and his eye pops out of his head. But it's still it's still like in his no. eye socket, but it's puffed out, and it's like it's not you know, scary, but it's just unsettling because it's just like people are being so inhumane and it's like a moment of, of like torture and you just don't see it coming when it happens. And I would say that that was a really Ew. brutal moment. And it's like, you, you could take that exact scene in a different movie if 10 people had died in a row prior to that and maybe it wouldn't feel so extravagant, but then all of a sudden you put it in a TV show like that and it's like, whoa, this is, this is freaking nuts. So it depends on the elements and the settings. And actually, I'll even add one more. I'm so sorry. But as I'm thinking about it, there's another scene in The Walking Dead that I found very brutal. And if for those who have watched the series, it's an earlier season than that. Uh, they go to Terminus and they think that they're going to find like a haven of of people who can, who can take them in, but they actually stumble upon cannibals. And when when they're all like tied up and stuff, they're basically these humans that are being treated like hogs. They're actually, in, or like pigs, they're in like a butcher house 
and they would knock them in uh, behind the head with a baseball bat to like knock them unconscious. And then they would slit their throats and they would bleed out into a bathtub. They showed this on freaking national television. Like, I think that's what's unsettling, too, because you watch a TV series and you don't expect to see exactly. that kind of stuff. That 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 throat cutting scene guard. with that dude. I was like, holy crap. Like, I cannot believe I just saw that. Like that was. But I've also seen a lot of throat cutting scenes that seem like they're bad. They're unsettling. But some stand out more than others. So, like, those are kind of, like, the three that I can really remember. You're just not expecting it. It's like when we watched You and there was, like, that wiener scene and everybody went crazy over it because they're like, we did not expect to see that on TV. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Women and their wieners. No. Side question. And this this will just be a quickie one, but what do you think the most... I'm all about quickies. What was, like, the most unsettling saw death to you? I have mine. Mine would be... I don't know what the trap was called, but it's the one where that guy was on that thing and it was like twisting each limb oh like yeah that's the third one and his like arms and or his legs and then his head like that was brutal yeah uh or the acid one where the needles go into the guy's back and he's like disintegrating i don't know i i yeah i can't really remember all of them right off the bat but that one was pretty rough to watch poor guy rest in peace pieces oh. um <laughs> Season three, more dad what, jokes. What is your favorite horror franchise? Ooh, that's hard. That's really hard, actually. Do you have yours? Mm. Mine would probably be Saw, honestly. <laughs> that sounds so, like, messed up. But I don't know. I just like I just like seeing each time, like, what kind of traps they come up with. And, like, each one one-ups the one before, you know? And I, like, I don't know. I feel like I used to think that Saw was just only for gore until I watched them all the way through. And then you see how each story connects. And then you kind of look at it that way. And it's fun to, like, pick up on clues and be like, okay, how are these connected? I would yeah. probably say Saw, honestly. Um... You know, franchise is a unique word to build into this, but I'm going to have to say the Quiet Place series because we are on to a third movie and I feel like that's kind of a lengthy series for the most part. So I think a Quiet Place would be mine. That's a good one. Part three is going to be amazing. I really have high expectations for it. That's like one you don't think about. You kind of think of like the main ones, like all the slashers. It was going to be Halloween if it wasn't that, but I'm going to say the Quiet Place franchise. I mean, I really like Chucky, like Child's Play franchise too. I don't know. That's like a really hard one. Like, you know what else I like? I like the Sinister franchise. Sinister is good too, yeah. And they're coming the out second with a new one, one this year. Are they? Mm-hmm, number oh. five. Sinister? Yeah. No, Sinister, sorry insidious oh i meant in- i'm I like really there like is not insidious. even a third one You're like, what they can't skip from you two to five them. no i'm sorry i meant insidious i like the insidious franchise they're coming out with number five sinister had what like two i don't think it had a third one no they should though they should i'd watch it second one was it was all right i give it like a three and a half out of five uh the first one i gave a definitely probably a four or four point five out of five I kind of love like standalone movies though, like the black phone, like stuff that just is so good, but it just ends. Like you don't have to have another story or like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I would say what I said. Um, what, or have you had a paranormal experience? I have. Bum, bum. At least I think I have. In our marriage? Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Was it when we first got, before we got married? 
Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one, too. We talked about that. Oh, that's before. weird. I don't want to get all, like, No, we, we talked about that. If you want to hear about Peyton's paranormal experience, I'm pretty sure that happened in the first episode we ever did together, which is season one, and it was, like, I don't know. There was, like, a Peyton introduction episode. Maybe yeah. it was our first question and answers, actually. I'm, I'm weird when it comes to, like, ghosts and stuff. I feel like I, I am kind of the person that finds a rational explanation and everything. But I've had a paranormal experience at my work uh, years ago. I was locking down, so I have full access to the work to my job. Um, so sometimes I have to set the alarm, and the alarm system is about as average or complex as they can get. Meaning that in this warehouse, if a bay door is open, uh, the alarm will not set, and if a door is open to the outside, the alarm will not set either. Or if people are walking around in the warehouse, the alarm will not set. There are motion sensors everywhere, and they have to be completely unscathed uh, for this alarm to work. So I set the alarm, and and you know normally it'd be like a bay door or a door or something. I don't know. And this time it's like the server room, like the one place that nobody has access to. So I have to walk upstairs and go check on the server room. Nobody there. And I go back down and I set the alarm again. And I get a different part of the same upstairs area. And I go up and all the lights are off. And I'm like, hello, anybody here? Nothing. I was like, hey, this is weird. And I walk down the stairs. And, uh, you know, for I some of our listeners might be from Rocky Mountain. But um, as I'm walking past our break room... Uh, it just sounded like somebody dropped a stack of textbooks into on on the floor, and we didn't have our like little drink machine and stuff back then. Which you know nowadays it'd be like, oh, that was the ice for the ice maker. No, it's like a stack of textbooks like dropped, like which is a loud bang. And I was like, nope, I'm out of here. Uh, set the alarm. It miraculously worked the third time, and I got the hell out of there. But I've also had moments where. I set the alarm and it's like every single door to the entire warehouse is open. Like that happened to me once and stupid me. I didn't turn on the lights in the warehouse to go scope them, but I had to go check six doors uh, in like a quarter of a mile radius to make sure that they weren't open. And some of these doors are hiding behind like stacks of tires. So a lot of blind spots. So yeah, I had freaking my hand on my nine millimeter, like ready to go. Cause I'm just like, it's kind of <laughs> like that scene from dark skies when the alarm company calls and he's yeah. like, which entrance was breached? And they're like, well, we think it's faulty because all of them were breached at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, I think of moments like that. That may not be so paranormal, but like a lot of weird things have happened like that to me. And it's not always to the alarm, but like just like noises and uncanny things. Um, but I've had a couple of uh, weird paranormal experiences uh, at an earlier age when I was first dating Kenzie, but I don't know. I, I'm in a weird place right now in my life with that, and um, I'm not sure how I feel about it. I know. That one was creepy. If you, like, seriously, go to our first question and answers video. I think it was season one, and this question literally is there, and my response will probably be the same answer, but mine is, like, I don't know. I don't know if you can consider it paranormal. Mine's, like, my sleep paralysis that I get. I don't get it anymore, though. I actually have not had, knock on wood, watch, I'm going to get it tonight. I have not had sleep paralysis in at least probably a year. Okay, well, shit, now we have to talk about this because when, uh, so I had a moment, so Kenzie and I, when we first got married, actually just slightly before we got married, before she even moved into the place that I was renting, I I got a knock on my door at like three o'clock in the morning, maybe two o'clock in the morning, and my neighbor, I lived in a duplex, by the way, 
and neighbors like, hey, can you stop making that banging sound? Like my my granddaughter's super scared and she just like she's not able to sleep. And I was like, well, didn't they say it sound like voices too, like muffled, like yeah, coming through the wall? Yeah. And I was like, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I did not mean to wake you up. For some reason, I thought maybe you were doing something, but clearly you were sleeping like just disregard. And like I went to bed like feeling really unsettled. Like I just had an uncomfortable feeling for the rest of the night after that. And then Kenzie, when she moves in, she has sleep paralysis like every single night, like where her body's frozen. She's seeing like weird crap while she's. uh, And it was mostly like I would sometimes see stuff, but I feel like mine was mostly like hearing things in my ear. Like it was almost like alien, like creepy muffled like voices. we, We move out of that duplex and your your situation gets cut in half almost immediately. Oh, it was like a horror movie, though, where like. It slowly starts to get worse and worse yeah. and worse. And then it got to the peak where I like would wake up at 3 a.m. after Peyton left and I would not sleep. I'm yeah. like, nope. And I'm like, it was almost like um, Nightmare on Elm Street where mm-hmm. they're trying to stay awake. They're like trying to do anything they can to stay awake because I'm like, I don't want to deal with yeah. this. And then you had it when we moved to Spanish Fork a little bit after that. But after that, like it was gone. So like you only oh. dealt with the sleep paralysis during those two homes, those those two moves. And I don't know, like people could disregard that as like, well, maybe it's your diet. Maybe it's uh, a nutritional no, thing haunted. or it could be, I don't know, some rational thing. But like that, you know, it's just it's just weird. It's just weird how we both dealt with some like weird kind of shady stuff. And then like we move out and then it's just like it doesn't happen. Anymore. Yeah. And it was an older house. It wasn't like new. New. And it's weird too because it got worse and worse and worse. And I it literally sounded like someone was laying next to me in bed and just like whispering in my ear. Like it and I couldn't me. move. Oh, it was so scary. But then even when we did move, I would get sleep paralysis a little bit, but it wasn't to that extent. It was almost how I had it when I was like a kid or a teenager before that. And now I get it. I don't hear like voices anymore. Sometimes I just get like that feeling where I'm kind of, it almost feels like I'm like on laughing gas at a dentist. You know how you kind of get that like loopy in your head, like you're floating feeling. Like I just feel like I'm floating and I kind of just go through the motion of it and then it ends. Yeah. But I'd never get the voices anymore since we moved. For sure. That house was haunted. What urban legend scared you the most? Mm, Probably skinwalkers. I knew you were going to say that. Skinwalkers freak me out. Like, I don't know. And maybe it's because we don't really talk about them or think about them until we are, like, out in the woods somewhere. Like, the last time we went fishing and stayed at your cabin or your grandpa's cabin, remember? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. like, brought it up. I was like, skinwalkers. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I feel like I brought it up. I was like, maybe oh, you I did. And I was like, for them skinwalkers out here. You. No, like, but that stuff, like, freaks me out. When Like, it doesn't freak me out here. But, like, when you are, like, out in the woods camping and you talk about it, just because we did have an experience with, like, all our friends where we started talking about it and then we started hearing noises in the woods, which I'm sure it was just our imagination. But, like, that stuff freaks me out. I don't know why. I just think of skinwalkers being, like, human-like aliens, like, walking and, like, their skin's melting off or something. Ugh. Hmm. What's yours? I want to guess yours. Bigfoot. No. Oh. Wendigos. No. Oh. Mine's a creepypasta. But the Russian sleep experiment, I don't really want to get into this because it's a long story, but just Google the Russian sleep experiment. And uh, there's probably a photo that's pretty iconic that groups up with that. Uh, But yeah, that is, I think I've talked about this in a previous podcast too. That's what you should do for our story time episode. You should do that one. Okay. Yeah. So 
read it a little bit, and then I'll do some research and I'll talk to you about it. I do not believe that this actually happened, but it is it is a definitely a creepy uh, urban legend. I would say it's kind of like the Slenderman type urban legend, like very unlikely, very unreal, but also scary as crap at the same time. I thought your urban legend was going to be Rubber Johnny. <laughs> No, <laughs> I remember you, that scared the crap out yeah, of me when I was in you, high school. You told me about and to that. my friend. If any of my friends like Jack are listening to this, like, you know what I'm talking about. You told me about that when we were dating. We were walking home from the park at night and you started telling me about that. And I think you showed me the video on our way home. I was terrified. But now if I watched it, I'd probably laugh. <laughs> but like it scared me. Well, it's because I have a I have a real fear of like like government secret versus you know, like kind of bring the alien thing into there. And it was almost like an interview, like like there's this like alien type thing being interviewed. And then the video gets really weird at the very end of it. And you can tell that it's fake, but. That... Just look up Rubber Johnny. Was it on YouTube? Yeah, you have to understand that when Rubber Johnny came out, YouTube wasn't a thing though. Like you had to go to different websites to find it. And it was just like, it was so new to the internet at that time. So bear in mind, it's like some old 80s or 70s horror movies may not seem scary now because they didn't age well, but they probably scared the crap out of people when they first watched it. So I don't like that. Bear in mind, it's really not that scary, but I feel like, go ahead. Oh, are you like, what are you saying? Well, I feel like 10 and 11 is the same question. Oh yeah, because I didn't finish 10. (laughs) Okay. Literally, number 10 literally says, would you rather? <laughs> That's 11. all it says. Yeah. And then yeah, the... it's supposed to be on 11. Okay. Would you rather wake up in a glass coffin that slowly fills with water or wake up in a locked room that is on fire? Well, it really depends on what kind. It's it's so hard. There's a lot of lack of details here, right? A locked room. Is it a room like our bedroom? Because I could knock holes through drywall. Let's say, let's take it to like room 1408 where you can't escape it like you're stuck in there you're screwed it's on fire you're screwed you can't leave well well, would you rather burn to death slowly or be in a coffin and drown anyone would rather drown like that's no that's not even really debatable fire is so much more unless i could die from smoke inhalation like you know that's the thing if there's a chance to escape and no both are unescapable that's not the question. The question is, would you rather wake up in a glass coffin that slowly fills with water or wake up in a locked room that is on fire? I'd rather drown than burn to death. Even though it's slightly slower, it's considered one of the more peaceful ways to die if you're going to die. Peaceful? But if it's a room like our bedroom, like I can knock a hole through drywall with with my feet or arms and try to at least get some fresh air or knock the window out. You know what I mean? Because it's the smoke that's going to probably be more... Uh, dangerous first That's but true. a glass coffin depends on how much room I have to work with in the coffin and how thick the glass is too right I mean like if I have like no room to move my arms then your fate is sealed you're gonna die in that coffin but if it's like oh. just glass and I have a decent amount of punching space I'd rather be in the coffin because uh, it's not gonna be painful except for the punching and I might be able to break that glass well this is what I think okay you're in a room that's on fire. You you kind of jump into that fight or flight response where your adrenaline is pumping and you're just like, got to figure out a way to get out. But if you're like screwed and you're in a glass coffin that's slowly filling, my anxiety and like fear is going to be amplified and I'm going to be like freaking I out. I get that. Claustrophobic is the, is the real problem. Yeah, it's not the drowning. It's me. the claustropho- claustrophobia. But the problem is glass implies that it's breakable. 
So this question tells me that there is a way to escape, and I would rather escape from a glass coffin than I would a locked room, legitimately. But it doesn't specify a glass coffin 10 feet underground either, right? Because if that happens, I'd rather be in the room that's on fire because you're not going to break through that glass and then dig yourself out or, you know, you'd suffocate pretty quick. You know what that reminded me? Everything is reminding me of stuff, but um, that Cabinet of Curiosity show we watched where he's in the coffin underground and there's all those rats. Oh, yeah. That's what that reminded me of. I never finished that. Hmm. Well, we got, we have like, I think we only had a few episodes left, but they were like not the exciting episodes. That one where like with the skincare stuff, that was probably the best one. Right. What do you think the worst horror franchise is? Uh, Friday the 13th. You think so? Oh, yeah, because the the iconic Jason that we know doesn't even come in until the third movie. The whole first movie doesn't show him until the very end, and it's hardly even what you think he's going to be. Yeah. It's basically his mom. The second movie does show him a little bit, but there's no hockey mask. It takes the entire third movie in order for that to come in, and then every movie after that is subpar at best, right? Like, people think that, oh, like, Jason's an iconic horror uh, villain, but it's like so much had to happen to get you there. Like, Michael Myers existed in the first Halloween. Jason took three movies, and then after that, they started getting into, like, the weird, like, I don't even know. Like, it it just kind of seemed cliche, but then they got into the Freddy versus Jason. Then, they, like, Jason X, for anyone that's seen Jason X, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for the lost time that you're never going to get back. It's an awful movie. An awful, awful, awful movie. That is the weird time where in a previous podcast, I told you that the early 2000s horror content is not good. Jason X is a huge reason for that. I like the idea of Jason and I respect the classic, but the Friday the 13th franchise is not good. You know what mine would be? I I liked Friday the 13th. Um, I liked seeing Miss Voorhees. I thought she was creepier than Jason at some points because she's just like a manic mom, you know, trying to protect her freaking baby. But I would say, I'm gonna get so much hate for this. I would say Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I am not a huge fan of Leatherface, honestly. Like out of like the big, what is it, three, like horror slashers? Would you say three? Yeah. I like Leatherface is probably my least favorite out of all of them. If I'm going to say big three, it's going to be Michael Myers, Jason Voorhees, Chucky. Yeah. And then you could probably grieve. Uh, and Leatherface. Well, yeah, I would probably put Ghostface Scream in oh, there yeah, next. Scream. But but that's debatable. That You, you get to the point where it's like, There's a lot it's of how slashers, you see it. Because you could put Terrifier in slashers. But True. I'm thinking of like classics, you know. I don't, I don't know. I'm just Texas Chainsaw. I'm not a huge slasher fan, so maybe that's why. But I just think out of all the movies, I mean, it is creepy because it does have like that hillbilly feel, but it's just not hillbillies. a jam. And for people listening that know me, they're going to be like, oh, that makes sense. Oh my gosh. Pain hates country. Um, I love country. So what is a kid movie that you'd love to see turn into <laughs> a horror already, movie? We already talked about this. Yeah. You said Peter Charlie Pan. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. No, that's already being turned into horror. Oh. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Um, oh, Edward Scissorhand would be cool. Like, turned into a horror movie. Like, evil Edward. Yeah. Wouldn't that be... Like, they take him in, and they think he's, like, this innocent, and he kind of acts innocent at first, and then he just, like, turns on the town and just, like... Or, you know how the t- town kind of turns on him towards the end? Then it, like, sparks something into in him. Like, that would be so crazy. But then I love, like, sweet Edward. What about you? You know, I honestly have no idea, so I'm just gonna throw something super wild out there. I'm gonna say Shrek. <laughs> 
Get out of my swamp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to just see Mike Myers just rip people in half. I swear, though, that would kind of be like ironic in a way, though, because you got Michael Myers and you got Mike Myers. <laughs> but I swear when I was doing that TikTok and I asked you a childhood movie, you said something. I'm trying to remember what it was. It's not Ogre. No, there was like a Disney never movie ogre. you brought up. You're like, this one. Shrek is love. Shrek is love. Uh, for those that aren't sensitive to uh, sexual content, you should definitely YouTube Shrek is love. Watch the video. Is that really a thing? Oh, yeah. Let what me are know. you watching on your downtime? Let me know what you think. I'm nervous. One of the greatest videos on the internet ever. Peyton. Shrek is love. What horror movie are you most excited to see this year? Probably Evil Dead. Yes. Yes. My, well, if you would have asked me at the beginning of the year, I would have said Megan, but we've already seen Megan. Megan. So Evil Dead Rise. What's the second one? I don't know. I would what say, else is coming out? I would out? say Insidious 5. There's yeah. a lot coming out this year. I don't year. know if I feel excited about the concept of Insidious 5. Like I'd watch it yeah, just but, to but continue know, the series, but I'm not like, oh, like anytime a movie has a fifth or sixth movie, I'm not like, yeah. No, but the nice Fast thing. Fast and Furious the, 11, yeah. like hell Yeah. The nice thing about Insidious, though, is the first few were really good, you know, and then they kind of like went into their own little things. But this one is going to be going back to um, the kid on the first and second movie, but he's in college now and he's having hauntings happen. So I think it'll be cool to kind of continue from the first and second movie and what happens, Dalton. You know, this isn't even relevant to the question, but here's what I want. There's been a uh, a concept of movies being remade, right? There's Pet Cemetery. They remade that movie. What else did they remake? It. It. They remade it. So good. I want a remake of Jaws. I don't want this Shark Night or uh, the 47 Meters Down. I don't want that. I want Jaws. I want the exact movie script word for word and scene by scene reenacted. But not cheesy like how these shark movies are now. Yes. I want to see Jaws remade, but I want everything done again. Realistic. Love. Well, yeah, it's... The problem between Jaws is the animatronic scenes are the best. Like, you need more of the animatronic. But the problem is that there are mo- there are scenes where they show a real shark, and it's clearly significantly smaller than Bruce. Bruce <laughs> is the name of the shark, but... Is that really his name? I'm pretty sure. Why on Finding Nemo did they use the name Bruce for probably, the shark, too? Probably as an Easter egg. It's probably a cameo or a shout-out, so... That was in his more sensitive era. For sure. So, yeah, that is... Mm-mm. Okay. We got speed genre round. This is our speed round. Speed round. I'm going to say a subgenre. We got nine of them. And we're going to say the first movie that is like your favorite on that subgenre. It doesn't have to be super thought out. We're just going to go bam, bam, bam. Well, that means because it's the first thing that came to my mind doesn't mean it's my favorite. Okay. But like, I mean, kind of think about like it, but like, don't just throw something out there. So we're going to start with game horror. Uncanny Annie. Mine would be Would You Rather. Boom. Slasher. Scream. Oh, shiz. I was, uh, I would say Chucky, Child's Play. But then I would say Michael Myers, Halloween. Psychological. Don't go so fast. I got to think a little bit. What's the one with the, with the kid from the Maze Runner, that one? Um, oh, what was that called? We literally just talked about it. Yeah, that one though. What was that called? I don't know. You think yours and I'll Google it. Okay, think about it. Um, My psychological would probably be us. Would you consider us psychological? Oh, absolutely. I would say, well, because Us is my second favorite horror movie of all time. 
All right. And let's... I, w- I wouldn't consider like Pennywise a slasher, right? He's like his own thing. We'll get back to him. He's coming down the list, but I would say for psychological, it would definitely be us. Yes. And get out. I love get out, but us definitely. Um, flashback is what it's called. Oh, flashback. <laughs> yeah, flashback. Okay, speed round. Keep going. Alien. Um, alien, dark skies. Signs. Really? Oh, yeah. Zombies. Whoa. Zombies. Oh, I Dawn would of the Dead. say Train to Busan, honestly. That's a good one. I really yeah, like that. Absolutely. Good. Good, good. Horror comedy. I, I was just watching, though, on TikTok. It had a scene of Zombieland 2 where the girl's, like, changing into a zombie in the car. And I'm like, I kind of want to watch that again sometime. Yeah, that was my horror comedy, Zombieland. Oh, damn. Um, my horror comedy would be probably... That's hard. This is hard, like, on the spot, like, quick, because I... Yeah, I know. I Tell say, me about it. But what I say, I was worried and I'm dominating. But what I say is probably not my favorite. It's just the first thing that pops in my head. So I'd probably say ready or not. That's fine. Paranormal. Um, Paranormal would be like Pennywise, like it. No, it would be more. No, he, he's creature, but he would be kind of like alien sci-fi. Yeah. Well, Shoot. yeah, we're not on alien sci-fi. Okay, it is my favorite movie of all time. It doesn't count on this list. Creature. Paranormal. We're on Par- paranormal. Paranormal would be um, probably the, okay, this isn't my favorite. <laughs> the Conjuring. I can't think of this yeah, spot. Conjuring's That's mine so as well. Hard. Creature. Creature would be come play. <laughs> Larry, he's a creature. Yeah, I'll put come play too. Larry just wants a friend. Gore. Um, Gore, Saw. Terrifier. Really? Over Saw? It was speed round. First thing came to my mind. Damn. Uh, All right, everyone, that, that concludes our That was so stressful. Oh my gosh, I don't like I that. I like that. We should do more speed rounds. No, because then it's like- Give us more speed rounds, I don't listeners. Like that. Maybe we'll end every episode with a speed round of like, first thing comes to your mind. Blah, 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 blah. Boobs. Kenzie. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wiener. Oh, all right. Let's not let's not bring the wiener into this. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that, that is questions. that is our podcast. That was fun. I love Q and A's. I think we'll probably do maybe one more this season. I don't know. Maybe one more. We got we got a, we got a lot of episodes planned. Got so. a lot of episodes planned. I was kind of thinking though. So like next week, this is a little. If you listen to the episode, then you know what next week's episode is going to be. It's going to be disturbing horror, like the most disturbing horror movies that we've watched. I kind of think it'd be fun to do like a poll on Instagram and TikTok and see what other people think the most disturbing movie is. And then we share it in the episode. Like this is what the average was. Let's do it. But yeah, maybe we'll do more speed rounds. But that that stressed me out a little bit. I love it. Um, that was our episode. Head over to our Instagram and let us know what, I guess we don't really have a topic this week. Just let us know what's something good that you've been watching lately. Yeah. We need more recommendations. Absolutely. But happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Also, no, that's it. That's all I got. (laughs) I got excited. I'm like, what? (laughs) All right. Well, uh, I think it might be about that time to cue that. Outro music. Do, do, do.